Uh, yo, uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. Welcome to the Bliss is Ignorant podcast. This is comedian Jay Bliss. And with the situation with coronavirus, technology has gotten, given us the opportunity to be able to do different things. With Zoom, I'm allowed to bring guests on that otherwise I would not be able to bring on. Today, I got a comedian brother with me. Dude, I've been watching for a minute. Met him a while back. Y'all give it up for my boy, Mike E. Winfield. Thank you Mike, very God. much. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. You're far no too doubt, kind. <laughs> Yo, where, where, where you at physically right now? Yeah, man, I don't even tell people. No, no, nah, man. I'm in uh, <laughs> I'm in Cali, man. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man, I'm in California. Huh? Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. But oh. I spent a whole lot of time in Baltimore, and then I got out, migrated to California, and uh, that's where it's been since I've been in this this game here that we do. Yeah. Right. So, so, uh, how many years you got in? Woo! Let's just say, look at this. I'm over 15, man. I got early in the game. I'm over 15, and uh, it's a good place to be. When I tell oh. you being over 15 feels comfortable, like I actually know what I'm doing a lot of the times, even though there's a lot to learn, but I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, then I'm going to do it. So there's a right. more of a control factor. It's just a real, very special place where you see things and it, everything moves a little slower than it used to, used to move. Right. I agree with that. Uh, I'm 14 years in, so I get it when you say the comfortability um, how you step on stage versus how you used to be about to get on stage. Like you look at it differently. Like it's like people be like, yo, you get nervous. I go, well, I never had that problem. Like I never was nervous to get on stage, but I got a plan when I get on stage. And oh, yeah. sometimes my, my plan is based off the audience reaction to the people I saw before I got on. Man, you so, know what they, it's, it's like what they tell baseball players, man. They like have an approach when you go up to the plate. It's not right. just swinging. It's like right. it serves a purpose of how you approach it. And that's kind right. of what I'm getting from you of right. how you go to the stage. Right, how I go to the stage. Um, things that used to bother me younger in the game don't bother me no more. I'm never bothered by silence anymore. That don't bother me. Um, I never try to rush through so I don't get silence. I, I, I welcome the silence. I'm like, yo, that made me know y'all paying attention. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. All that Absolutely. chatter made me feel like, yo, y'all really don't want to hear what I want to say anyway. But, when you but got, no, you know what? I'm silence. on both sides. I'm on both sides of that. Like, yeah. I'm with you with the silence. But right. what I like about the chatter is every once in a while, you done stirred up some conversation with one of your <laughs> concepts. And you then got to tap the person like, don't we do that? We do that too, don't we? He just like us. He's like, all right, right. y'all shut up now. Let me finish the joke. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's funny, man. Some people, some people. I mean, I miss it. I miss it. Like you wouldn't believe. I know all comedians say it, but it's like um, I didn't realize how much I missed it until um, I I look back at the last show I did before all this went down. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I I took for granted how dope that set was hmm. and how every joke slayed, and it was almost like a situation where. A higher power was telling me, enjoy this, nigga, because it's gone. Like, 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 <laughs> I felt right. that amazing about my last set. You know, it's interesting, man. I feel like that's common of not knowing what you had, you know, until it's not there anymore for you to have. Yeah. You know, you know, something interesting, I think, is I've recorded a bunch of sets and I got a lot of video to post. And now I wish I would have tripled that. Because that's what the people want, man. I'm posting clips all day. Man, you know that I've never been on TikTok. I dropped TikTok. My videos is getting 70000 a piece just off of a short one-minute clip on freaking, what the hell is TikTok, man? That's some shit your kids got, you know? like. And I, and I haven't joined yet. My kids did a PowerPoint presentation to, to me and their mother to get a TikTok account. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Like, they had to present the idea of why it was a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, okay, with y'all ingenuity and the fact that y'all put that much mind to it and the PowerPoint presentation, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all have one. Yeah. So we trip off big TikToks, but I'm basically looking at it like, I don't know if, if I want to get on there or why I want to get on there or what I would do, what my whole 
content would be. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, that's the thing, man. I stay in my lane. That's the thing, man. So all I'm dropping is stand up. I might come out the box a little bit, but I am not successful at all the other stuff I tried. I have failed miserably at some things, man. Some of these sketches I've attempted, some of these things I tried to do, it just wasn't me, man. And they told right. me. The audience well, told me with the numbers. They're like, that's not you. It's a comfortable thing, right? Because, like, I, I got to feel comfortable about what I'm doing, right? So it's like I've done skits and I've done things like that. But then when you say the numbers don't won't dictate, but here's the thing. People don't post numbers to stand-up videos, right? Mm. But they'll post numbers to buffoonery. And I go, wait a minute, right. but the, the stand-up was way better than the right. buffoonery, but they, that's not what they into. Yeah. And then, like, right. I'm a thought-provoking person. I'm like, oh, I was a smart joke. I like that. And the one that got the most numbers for me is the joke that I hate the most. And I go, it's like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to figure it out no more. But I've been posting right. way more videos. Yeah, I've been posting way more videos now than I ever did before. Hey, man, I find that it's not what we like. It's what they like. The, right. Your favorite joke will never be their favorite joke. And so, man, that's why I got my wife where she's like, just post it. She's like, I don't think it's funny either. You know, and then uh, it'll go up, man, and it'll be like, all right, well, it's not about me all the time, you know, and right. stop looking at comedy from that perspective that it's about right. you. No, right. man, it's about what you're giving and what you're doing for people who are going through some things that need that, you know, 90 seconds to, to right. be away from it. So now, now one, one thing that I saw you do, you say you, you, you bomb horribly with a lot of stuff you do, but I, I disagree because I'm like, that was a genius the freestyle thing that you came up with. Like, okay, so I'm explaining to the people that didn't see what happened. <laughs> so you went out and challenged cats on dropping 16. Like, you was like, yo, I want to hear anybody's got fire. If you got a hot 16, come at your boy, and, and we're going to go at it. And then cats will see you clip of their 16, and then you would put a clip beside you listening to their 16 and then drop your 16 and be like, y'all can't touch me. And I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> this dude is straight Kanye and Cat. Like, he listened to their verse first. Like, nah, I'm going to eat that up. And I'm going to write my 16. And I'm going to come back and then make it look like you I mean, you couldn't even see me. <laughs> hey, man. I was going through a phase, man. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you I was looking at these joints cracking up laughing because I'm like, this dude is bodying dudes. Dudes are serious about they rap. Yeah, they are. This, this dude is clowning them. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then with the punchlines, I'm like, this dude got him with punchlines, but he had time to write. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. It's amazing, man. Like, I, I retired and I hung up the mic, man, but I got people still coming at me. So I still got, like, verses in my DMs, man. I got a guy that's offering to give me beats, man. Like, they want me to do it more. And I'm like, no, man, because I'm not ever going to be taken seriously because I respect rappers but man well, what you say right i do too but think about what, what kevin hart did with, with chocolate drop right like we did the chocolate drop the joint, right. right? and i'm laughing at it because you know cats do take it serious but that's no different than them trying to come in and be comedians and try to tell jokes right but i was right. laughing at the i was laughing at the idea because like i, I appreciate hip-hop too you know what i'm saying right. but there's so many of them out there just like there's so many of us out there that people don't even know about right and it's like it's the same grind you know what right. I'm saying? It's the same grind. You know what I mean? Hey, so I thought I, that was dope. I agree with you because it wasn't fair at all. <laughs> like, man, I had all that content. That was like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> dude, I thought that was the funniest part. Like, dude, this dude is actually taking their lyrics, writing his, and then putting the video up like it was live. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. People was loving them joints, man. And I was I like, was, oh, man. I was in my house like, this dude cheating, man. He cheating, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, I told him too, though, man, because people was coming at me. They're like, man, this nigga's undefeated. And I was like, let me explain. I was like, let me tell you, man, I just make them go first. Right. And, and the funny thing about it is, it's like people be like, yo, I went up against Mike Efield. Be like, yo, I, I'm, I'm fresh off you, man. I'm fresh off you. Like, I retired. Like, nobody can even touch me. I'm undefeated in this thing. You know what I mean? So I thought that was dope. I thought that was dope. Hey, man, thank you, man. Because, man, just trying to pass time. 
It was right. like I got, and that was before I found what I'm doing now. So that was like every day I'm like, yo, I need something to do. Right. Right. Or I'm just not feeling real good, man. I was discouraged about comedy. I stopped writing jokes. And I was like, man, I got to feed my soul. And every right. day it was something new. And then when that came, it just kept happening. So I was like, I'm going to just keep doing this until I'm not doing it. So what are you currently doing right now? So, man, the game has changed, man. Mm -hmm. I'm literally right where we at, this very platform, Zoom, I'm doing stand-up shows, man, and I'm booking them with myself either hosting or headlining, have them about 60-minute long with comedians I respect, man, and right. uh, I, I got all the stuff on my website, BigAssTeeth.com, man, and what I got is uh, I, I sell tickets, man, because I've been doing <laughs> shows. And I've been writing jokes. So, man, like, I still got my comedy swag right now because for the last two weeks, I've been literally performing with this mic right here, right. man, in the screen. And right. I got an Ethernet cable so my crap don't shake, so the punchlines don't get lost. And it's like, man, this is going to do it until I can really, truly get back to the real, the real passion, which is being in front of the real people. But right. let me tell you, though, even after comedy goes back, man, I'm still doing this. I'm never going to Maine. I got to do this for the people that's never going to see me in places that I'm probably not going to get to for years. I was I was in Maine before. Like, that was great. That's great. Like, I did a show in Unity, Maine. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I never even had an offer to go to Maine. They don't fool with me. So, right, man, if right. we could do it over video, man, I would love to do that. But I'm just it just hasn't happened. Now, now, I was having a conversation yesterday with a comedian, and we felt like once comedy comes back, like once everything is over and we back in the clubs, I feel like the crowds are not going to be the same, right? I feel right. like there's going to be like 20, 50 people in the audience, right? But I feel like every comedy club is going to have a live feed. Yeah. And they're going to go, broadcast you live for that show. Yeah. Which means people will be like, yo, your content out there, whether you want it to be out there or not. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, and that was, that's the downfall because some cats just got the same set and they keep doing the same set until they feel comfortable. They do their special and then they get rid of them jokes. You know what I mean? And it's like all that might change. You yeah, know? man. It sounds like there got to be a waiver or something you sign to be able to do it or not. Like if they making something off the money, that like the way I'm charging – then maybe you get a cut of the money and maybe you can find some balance to make that right. worth your while. But no, right. man, that's not fair to the artists that is, that is growing and using right. this to build something that will, like you said, one day hopefully be special. Right, right. I mean, that, that's a dope idea, man. Um, Zoom, Zoom is actually dope, man. I, I got on it. The first time I got on it, it was a, uh, I got an invite to a, a cigar kickback. So mm. I, I smoked cigars and it was like, yo, come to this kickback. I'm like, what, 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 what y'all doing there? Like, we just going to get on Zoom. Everybody going to light up and talk. We like, I was like, what? So I get on there. I'm like, yo, this is dope, right? So right. <laughs> the next thing I did, I got, I got my, my, my boys together. We, we all kicked back. We was wilding out. And I was like, man. And then I did my uh, Family Feud game that I used to do on Facebook before they stopped letting you bring people on with you. Yeah. And it was men versus women. So... Yeah. I do family feud. I ask the questions. Women go first. They try to clear the category. If they don't, men can steal all this other whatever. You know what I'm saying? First team to five win. So I was doing that on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? So right. like all of these things, all these ideas, I do Black Jeopardy. I just ask questions Black people supposed to know. And it's always better when white people answer the question that Black people don't know. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is great. You know what I mean? So like, that, <laughs> like, it's a great, like it's a great platform. But it's crazy because their numbers went crazy after yeah. everything went down because nobody thought about Zoom unless you work in corporate America. Absolutely. <clears throat> man, it has opened the door, man. It's been a game changer for me. And the first few times, man, it's like anything. You're working out the kinks. Like, I didn't have my – like, I'm on Ethernet, man. I recommend everybody get on that Ethernet cable. You know, I'm right. on that, you know. And it was a couple kinks to, you know, get together. But now I'm smooth sailing. I mean, we, we balance it out where we have enough people that are not muted, you know, so we can hear them. And right. I'm literally getting reaction from material, and that's what feeds the comedian soul right there, right. you know. 
Right, because you can actually see people laughing too. You and can that, see them laughing. You can hear some people, and it, 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 it man, it's great. Because again, taking it off of me, man, people are sitting in their homes, sipping on wine, watching us on the screen in real time, where we get to clown their background or whatever right. they got, and it's like right. real live comedy, man. And right, yo, I've been thanked so much for something that. I just want to do, and that right. man, there's no, right. there's no other feeling. So, what's know? the average number of audience members you get on each show? So, man, when I started, it was just like reaching at the hundred mark because there was a limit on the package I had. So now that I'm doing it routinely, man, I like to keep the numbers low, and the reason right. is is because. I like to do multiple shows so I can keep tightening up my bits. So then I get to, you know, okay, boom, only this many got in. Then I got to throw another show and I get to keep building the joke, building the joke, building the joke. Whereas if I do one and it's 300 people, then, you know, I might not see those 300 people for six months. And then right. the way it works, right. I don't get to work out as much. So right. that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. But man, yeah, like I give everybody the option, man. It's right on the website, and they're gonna. It's real punchline. Like it's, yo, man. It's like proven material at this point because right. I've been, I've been doing it. Right now, I've seen um my boy Rodney Perry. He do open mic on um on Instagram Live. So he bring <laughs> his comedian friends on. They test out material, and then they bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's yeah. funny. It's like I'm like we going to another open mic. Like it's, it's funny because like other comedians is actually doing it. I seen a comedian do a karaoke night and he just bring a guest on and they do their song and then they leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, yo, this is like, like everything people are doing, I'm not yeah. mad at nothing that anybody's doing. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, man. man. You seeing real creativity now and it's it's fun, man. I I think it's great for stand-ups who weren't into being online comedians. So now they gotta pull out another muscle and now they have nothing but time. So you're going to get the best version of their attempt, whether it lands or not. So I think that's right. like, you know, it's like that sometimes. That's all I can say. Did you, did you notice a downtick in the regular social media comedians and you see the uptick in stand-ups online? Well, no, I do see just more stand-ups more visible. Myself right. included. I was kind of online. I was good with just writing my jokes, hitting at the club every once in a while. What up, everybody? But now, man, I'm on there every day. Sometimes now I'm drop. I wasn't doing this before. I'm tweeting stuff that I'm probably going to try in a show just to right. see how much reaction it gets. I didn't used to do that before because I felt like, no, nah, once I do it that way, I'm burning it. But now, man, I need to gauge it. And so... Right. Yeah, man, I'm just way more visible, and it's completely helping the brand. There's yeah, people absolutely. just like, oh, man, you, yeah, you. So my numbers is kind of like <laughs> on a, a little jump because I'm doing what I should have been doing the whole damn time. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's, it's confusing to me, um, you know, why I guess we were – I was – I'm going to say we. I was shying away from the online presence. Like, I love the on-stage – part of my job right i like the writing part of my job and i felt like the online part of my job was just like i hated it so i was like i don't want to do this you know what i mean right. i want to do this part you know i want to be coming to the stage i'm like yeah like I, right. like that's like my favorite feeling in the world you know what i mean so right now that i get the reaction that i get from the stuff that i put online people are more people are more please keep it coming like, please right. keep it coming. Like, I need this. I need you to keep being happy. And then, like, my cash app is like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, word. Like, What's this for? They're like, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. I love That's it. Right. I'm That's like, right. yo, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm, I'm definitely feeling that. Now, um, I met you in New York at the um, Sway in the Morning uh, Comedy Festival. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how I ended up there. I don't know if you were already in New York at the time, um, but somebody has sent me a link to the Sway in the Morning. Was looking for comedians. Morning comedy show or something, right? Right. right. Sent like a thirty-second clip of of comedy. I'm like thirty seconds. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah. a minute. 
I was like, 30 seconds. So I sent like one piece of a joke, right? Like I was like, whatever. I sent it over and man, immediately I got like an email. And it was like, yo, can you be in New York on this date? And I'm like, yeah, like I could be in New York. You know what I'm saying? They was like, where are you? I was like, Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm like, dude, I get a flight. Like <laughs> I go up in New York. I get to that joint. They was like, yo, you up. You got seven minutes. I'm like, what? I was like, that's it? They like, yeah. I was like, there was no email. They didn't give me no Nothing. Nah, I man. Like, I was like, I was like, that's it? So I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm tweeting people. I'm like, yo, y'all check out Sway in the morning. I'm about to be on there. They're like, why you ain't tell me? Like, I ain't know. I didn't I ain't know. know either. Like, right. Yeah, man. That's the type of stuff that happened when we the producers of a show. <laughs> right, right, right. So <laughs> you, you next, bro. <laughs> like, right, right. So I get, I get on the stage, I do my thing, and uh, and you walked up to me. Like it was funny because I was like, this dude's a comic. Like as soon as you walked over, I was like, this dude's a comic. <laughs> and it was like it was funny because nobody said anything to me before that. Like nobody had right. nothing to say to me, right? So I go over <laughs> and you like, you like, yo, your punch, yo, your punchlines are sick. I was like, yo, appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like immediately you recognize this dude got a pen. He can write, and right. he, his delivery is what I what I like. Because it was a lot of nonsense on the stage too at the same time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then, and I I think you came over like right out the door, and then you went up, and that's when I heard the whole step man thing, and I lost it. I was like, this <laughs> yeah, dude, right, right. This right. dude is a fool. I said, this is a fool right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'll be honest with you. I had never saw you before. I never heard you, and I said, dude, this this dude's swagger, the way he presents his joke. It's, he's telling his story and it's real and he ain't even trying to 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 be buffoonish you know what i'm saying like it was like it wasn't it was almost like you were just sitting down like y'all let me tell y'all and i was like and i was like hey, dude this joke is so funny and genuine like i was i was captured like that like immediately you know thank what you man and man i could only hope man and that's that's a dedication to time you right. know it's literally right. the time you put in of just figuring yourself out and finding your lane. And I right. feel like that's been my goal the whole time is find my lane and go down it way right. far where people see it and it's like, I don't know what he's doing, but nobody else is doing that, you know? Right. And right. That's, that's on the thing of comics I respect. It's like, they nobody's doing that. And that's right. what I've always wanted. So if it comes off that way, then I feel like I have made a move in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I think um, our, our biggest challenge in this game is not to sound like anybody else. Like, we want to have our own voice. We don't want to be compared to anybody. Like, I don't even like being compared to anybody. I don't right. want anybody coming at me saying, oh, you know who you remind me of? I go, dude, don't do that. Like, like don't do that. I, That's I all they know. Hard. That's all they know, though. Right. I, I work, But I work too hard for, for, for me to be Jay Bliss, for you to tell me that I remind you of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so. Right. Right. And, and, I, and that's like where I, where I, you know, think about when I, when I do my jokes and if I'm doing a joke that sounds similar or the cadence don't sound like myself or if I do one joke and I, and I listen to another joke and I go, do I sound like the same person there? It's like, am I getting influenced by somebody else? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that whole concept. And, um, and another thing, I think you're recognizable by your hair. Obviously. Oh yeah. And my question to you is, and, and, and I, I will tell you this, without even saying anything, I think that look is hilarious. Like, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it, and, then you, and then you smile, you smile too. And I think, like, immediately when you get on stage, people will just be like, oh, this this going to be crazy. Yeah, like, this dude is yeah. actually wearing his hair on purpose, like this big afro on purpose. Yeah, it was, it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Right, and it was like, it's funny because it's a character, but you're not a character on stage. Right. Like, like it's it's like it's like it's like this dude's about to do a bit and they go, nah, this dude just talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, cause cause some some people, like some people aren't who they are on stage. Like Absolutely. They are, they're a character. But then like you come out and you go, oh, this dude's about to be a character. And you're like, nah, this dude, that's him. That's him. That's this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's wild. It's it's crazy. Even like it's funny, man. Like there's levels to this, you know. And then there's those famous guys, man. But it's so funny for me when I go to stage because they laughing soon as I show up. Like they know me from somewhere, you know. And everybody in a good mood before I, I start. Then I'm I like, know. all right, man. That's 
That's a gift, man. That's all I can say. It's a gift. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. Like and so you started as you say meeting on fifteen. Who like in Baltimore? What was the scene? What made you jump on stage? And who's somebody that you that I might know that you was like, all right, we started together. So I didn't start in Baltimore. So okay. I started <clears throat> Northern California between Sacramento and Bay Area. Okay. And <clears throat> I jumped on, man. I just, to be honest, man, I had went to this poetry open mic and I saw these dudes spitting some dope like hood poems. And I was like, man, I'm doing that. So I went up there to do that, man. I wrote poems for like a whole week, man. <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to spit these joints, right? And then I went and got on the list, and I think I might have did one. And then it was cool, but then I was like, yo, this is, uh, nah, man. Like, I like the reaction. I like the people, but I think I like to be funny, you know? Right. And right. not that I couldn't do it there, but then I went to a stand-up open mic at a certain point and then i was like okay this is my lane the only difference was at the stand-up they expected you to be funny and that's right. why i dropped the ultimate bomb ever man because you know they was expecting it their arms was like crossed and right yeah they had that look like we paid off five dollars we deserve a show you know and <laughs> I thought that comedians just made it all up on the spot. I didn't know how it worked at the beginning, man. Right, <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, I learned a very, very hard lesson that day. Yeah. So, so your first opportunity to be on, on stage was in front of an urban audience. Was in front of a yeah, yeah, yeah. First time, man. And uh, they, gave, they give you no latitude, none. Like you get no, no latitude. Like yeah. <laughs> Nah. Yo, man, you see people looking at each other and pointing, man. And, right. Oh, man, you feel like you done disrespected the entire genre, man. It was right. like, whoo, yeah. Right. And I was older. I was older when I first started. And uh, so I knew that comedians wasn't just saying stuff, right? But I also knew that I wasn't ready to just step on stage, right? I knew I was funny. I knew I wasn't scared to get on stage, but I didn't want to get on stage and bomb not being prepared. I'm a big proponent of proper preparation prevents full performance. Like that's my that's my motto, right? Right. So I took a class. Right now, the reason why I took the class is not for them to teach me how to be funny. I wanted to know what not to do. That's right. all I wanted to know. <laughs> Tell me what not to do. And they was like, all right, here you go. Don't right. leave the microphone staying in front of you, right? Like, yeah. don't disrespect the audience when you first get on stage. You know, all these <laughs> things or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk too much. You know, all that. And I got right. all that stuff down, and I'm taking notes. And I did my first five minutes and killed it. Like, <laughs> like On the first five? Like, you like, lucky. Like, notes. <laughs> I, had, I killed it, right? And people were like, yo, you killed it the first time you got on stage? I go, yeah, dude, I, I cheated. Like I like I literally yeah. I knew I was smart enough to know not to just step up on that stage. Yo, that's you know brilliant. That's yeah. yo, that was a smart approach, man. Yeah. Well, I I, I look at it like a science. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like like um, we don't we look at it, we know it now because we've been in it so long. But we got three minutes, first time we get on stage to right. get that crowd on your side. Right. And once they on your side, they will go any ignorant place you want to go. But yeah. If they don't like you don't go there you yeah, man. Saying? yeah man adhere to the light and get off <laughs> amen hey man that's great to hear you prepare properly man because i worked out my first five minutes in the car ride to the comedy club <laughs> and i paid for it <laughs> Listen, man, i still i still love going to open mics i still love going yeah. to open I still love talking to cats telling me this they first time on. I still like stories, or I still have stories of a brother getting backstage behind with me and going, yo, man, you doing up there? I'm like, yeah, man, I've been doing comedy for about three years. You know, stuff like that. They go, right. this is my first time, yo. I'm about to go rip it. And I go, word? I go, so what you going to talk about? it? I'm Man, I'm just going to go up there and do my thing. I go, dude, you're going to bump. And he's hey, like, man. ah. I'm going to do, I got five minutes. I go, dude, you're going to do like two and a half and you're going to get off that stage. <laughs> hey, man, that's definitely what's going to happen. But, man, when somebody right. think they're going to kill it, I don't discourage them. Because if they <laughs> right. believe that, let them believe it. And, man, here's another thing. When they go up there, man, 
when the people go up the first time and they bomb, they don't even know that they bomb because you right. just get ambushed by a feeling that you can't control. Like the lights right. are bright. You don't know. And a lot of them don't remember what happened. And they like, I killed it. But the <laughs> people was there. They know. They know what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, man, I'm going to tell you right now. So I bombed recently. Uh, it was probably about. <laughs> it was probably. It was probably about um, two months before the coronavirus, and it was funny because you thought it was a spoken word situation. It was a spoken word show. They put yeah. a spoken word on, and they wanted to do comedy at the spoken word. So they, they wanted to bring it. They hate us there. And do twenty minutes, right? Now you know that ain't the same crowd. You know that, right? Not even. So not even close. I go up, and they wanted me to go. This is the first time they did it. So they wanted me to go first, and I was like, that was a mistake. Like, they should have had the cop, the poetry, and then brought the comedian on. And I'm doing my set, and the, I don't know that the speaker's not working in the back. Oh. I don't know that. And the crowd up front is giggling, but the crowd in the back is chattering, and it's just nothing. And I get into about seven minutes, right? <laughs> and I have to acknowledge the bomb. Like, I'm not going to not acknowledge the bomb. So I start acknowledging it, right? And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm bombing. And Cats is like laughing at that. And I'm more or less like, no, 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 no. Y'all will own this with me. Like, I'm not, it's not yeah. just me. This everybody going down. Like, we, we all, all bombing. Together, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, told, I told the audience, don't anybody come up to me after I leave this stage and tell me how funny I was. If you do, I'm going to punch you <laughs> nice. dead in your face. I was like, own this. Right. I said, when that, I said, when that next person come up and say, give it up one more time for Jay Bliss, I said, you better not clap. <laughs> I swear to God, y'all own this silence and y'all keep it as awkward as possible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they coming and up then, to you afterwards like, I think I can get into this too. Right, right. <laughs> right. I'm going to do comedy tomorrow, right? So I get, on, I get online and I type in, yo, I bombed horribly tonight, right? And everybody camp that was there, they were like coming, and people that wasn't there were coming to excuses. Right, like, yo, you right. funny. I'm like... I know I'm funny, man. I don't, right. I don't worry about bombing. Like, that don't, that don't bother me. I'm letting right. y'all know that it can happen to anybody, and it's supposed to. You know what I mean? See, man, so, look, oh. I'm, I, I don't know, though, because to me, I'm not sure if you bomb, though, because if they couldn't hear you because of the right. speakers right. and the people in front were, like, giggling, then it <laughs> almost feels like the stuff was funny. They just right. couldn't hear you. So that's not, that's not fair. You know, right. like, but yo. you know that feeling. You know that feeling, like oh yeah. But you, you know, you've been on stage and you tell a joke and it don't connect with nobody, and you go, oh yeah. Ah. Like, it's just yeah, like, man. It's, just, it's like you trying to look like you didn't just get punched hard in the stomach, right? So you try not to like kilt over. So you trying to act like it don't hurt, and then man, they start to slowly smell that fear in you and that pain, and then they just right. eat you alive, man. And now yeah. I got a, I, I got a comedian friend of mine who I enjoy watching his sets because no matter what joke he tells, if it bombs, he has a great comeback for each joke that he does that doesn't work. And sometimes I go to his sets just so I, I want some things to bomb so I can know what he's going to say. And it's so funny because not only does he acknowledge that a joke don't work, he has a great comeback for any situation that happens for those, for those jokes. And I go, do. I, I wish I had that confidence, like, <laughs> like to be able to to go all the way into that joke and then not deliver, and then you have a whole nother part to be like, well, this is why this didn't work, and then, like, it's, go into it like. <laughs> this is interesting. Is he riffing that part, or is he writing how the joke don't work as he's I've writing seen, the actual I've joke? Do, I've seen him do a, a joke that he did before that didn't work and he had the same react he had the same comeback that he had so some of them they are written and some of them are riffs yo think about that man that is that's complex that's like you writing a joke and then you're like they probably not gonna like this let me respond with... <laughs> but see my the way my mind work is let me rewrite the joke so it don't bomb yeah you know i mean, mean like, that that sounds like a more like an approach that somebody would do <laughs> right 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 so let me ask you um about uh so you told me what you're doing with corona and, and everything like that and i know when it hit like what do you see happening what do you see happening uh 30 days from now 
from now, oh, I'm going to probably still be sitting here, probably doing another podcast with somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't really feel like in 30 days, I think every day I go to the grocery store, I see fewer masks on. You know, which I'm not. I'm wearing my mask still, man. I'm still rocking a mask. I don't see too much changing in the next 30 days. And to be honest, man, I'm not giving myself like a um, like a, a deadline because that's how I got messed up in the beginning when I was like, okay, another couple weeks, be rolling. And it was like, oh, no, no. And they're like, okay, then another couple weeks. And then I'm like, I'm just going to find another way in the meantime, so I don't like drive myself crazy, you know, watching all my gigs just erase off the calendar, you know, so. Dude, that's depressing too. Like um, I had some stuff I was really looking forward to this year. Like as far as gigs, getting to the new clubs, I had new clubs that assigned me on to be like, yo, we want you to come do work, you know, stuff like that. Right. And uh, all of it's going, like all of it's leaving. You know what I mean? Um, I, I will also say that um, even when it does come back, those dates that I had, I don't think they're there anymore. Yeah, man. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen, man. Some of the clubs going out of business. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. So it's kind of like, that's how I'm approaching it, man. Like, I really don't know any of what's going to happen and how it's going down. Let me find another way. And I have so far until there's some new mandate where you can't tell jokes on Zoom or something. And then I got to figure out another thing. But in the meantime, Right. Uh, yeah, man. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, so Baltimore, are, are you an all Baltimore sports fan? Like, is it DC area? Uh, Baltimore. So Ravens. See, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm like baseball Oreos. Uh, yeah, yeah, fo- yeah. Football. It's always been the Ravens, man. But the controversy with all the football stuff, man, it just got in my head, man. Gave me like a bad taste about football which is messed up because I feel like that's the only sport that really has the potential to come back right now, you know, timing-wise. Because, man, to me, it it don't really make sense to bring the NBA back. I don't know. I would like to if it was coming back tomorrow, but, hey, man, this is a season. This season is a wipe, just like high school seniors. You know, it just just ain't happening. And it's bad because here's the thing. Just like we're not on stage and we're not practicing, we're not in the gym. Right. Well, you are. You kind of in the gym. You got a virtual gym. Kind of. I got a virtual gym. Right. Right. Um, it ain't like you're going to bring the NBA back and all of a sudden everybody's going to be in rhythm. Yeah, like, it's going to be like, sloppy like, basketball. Right. They mess around in Portland and win the championship. They're like, why? Because like, nobody was playing. Like, nobody knew what they were doing. Damian Lillard was the only one hitting shots. You know what I mean? Like, it'll, it'll be like... Really? Yeah. Whoever's hot at that time. You know what I mean? So, I, I feel like um, it'll be the same way with the NBA. But... You know, the fact that they just wiping seasons off, that's crazy. Like that, that like that's never crazy. something I would ever think would happen. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It's scary, so, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize how much you need sports until sports is gone. You're like, oh, oh no. Right. Like no so hoop, man, the right last now. Dance? Oh, man, I'm loving the last dance, man. You know what? I got all the kids, man. We sit in front of the TV, man. And you know what? This has been a blessing in disguise, man. Like, I've been on the road for years. I'm getting to know my kids, man. I know my wife name and stuff. And, man, we just been, like, really, like, sitting in front of the last dance, man, and watching and enjoying and talking. Like, they asking me history and stuff that they don't know. And... It matters to me. It really right. matters that we get to share this time. And I never, I don't want to say I took it for granted, man, but it wasn't present and available. And I'm really enjoying it until it's time for whatever's next. Right. Now I'm, I'm divorced. Um, but every other day uh, I drive down, I drive down to spend time with my kids. So me and the ex-wife taught my, my twin girls how to play spades. So, <laughs> yeah, where- Man, look, it's it's it's, it's, it's ugly. Like it, it, like it literally, like like literally. We, not only do we teach them, right? So we got we got we taught them. Uh, my ex-wife don't like ever, never like playing with me in space because she didn't like you know how I would get on her about not paying attention or you right. know, stuff like that. So literally, we taught them, and it's like me and one of my daughters versus my daughter and my and my ex-wife, right? And the trash talk immediately with my daughters. I'm like, yo, why y'all, why y'all feel like y'all have to talk trash? They're like, that's, that's what we're going to do. I'm like, all right, let's, let's get it. You know I saying? love it. I love it. Yeah, man. It's live. 
So one of my daughters, we up there playing one time, and one of my daughters, they went, we went five, we went eight. And I'm like, we got our books, they got our book, their books at the end. I'm like, man, if I had ran spades earlier, y'all was set. My daughter was like, but you didn't. Just deal. I was like, <laughs> uh, I, was, <laughs> I was like, yo. I'm looking yeah. at my wife like, yo. Yeah, you right. Like, that's you, y'all. Like, yo, that's yeah. crazy. You're like, how do so, I feel about this? Like, it's I like, know, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, I like so, that. I got, I right. like that. Right. So, so we, uh, me and my daughter, me and my daughter actually uh, won the first. With the first team that 20 wins won the series, right? <laughs> right. So we this been going on for like two or three weeks. So we got the 20 wins the other night, <laughs> and then my other daughter get to pick out of the hat her next partner for the next yeah. 20, and she picked her sister. So now it's them two against me and my ex-wife. Y'all about to reunite the family no, back nah, together? Nah. That's funny. That's, that's what they jumped around and started saying, like, oh, y'all gonna get back together. Like, this is gonna drive us more apart. Like, that's that, like, that's Because if she renege or cut over me, it's over. Like, I'm getting divorced again. And we ain't even married and I'm gonna divorce again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It ain't even an option, man. But I, I can imagine the kids, like, this feel good, don't it? <laughs> right now, but the kids, the kids, the thing about the kids is uh, they all they don't know anything better. You know what I'm saying? Because we got yeah. separated like two years old, so they don't right, know. Right, 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 right. They do know that they do know that we get along. So yeah. there's never been like a beef. They just know mommy and daddy ain't married no more. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. They like to hear the stories about how it was and and all that other stuff. But they also know that mommy and daddy ain't never getting back together. But they know that they won't see us argue either. Hey, man, I got a question. I got a question because I was just thinking about this. All right? You know, is it important for the kids to know why you guys didn't break, I mean, make it? Or is that like, look, it just didn't work out? That's no, I think, I think it's important, uh, but I think there's an appropriate time, right? So they're going to have questions. They're 12 now, right? But when it comes time to tell that story, I think me and my ex-wife have had a conversation about I don't disrespect her. She don't disrespect me. Right. Not in front of the kids. But if they ever <laughs> ask me what happened, I will be sure to tell them both faults. I'll be mm -hmm. able to tell them more about my faults and where I failed and let their mom tell about where she failed. And then I'll okay. leave it at that. Because I would never want to be like, yo, your mom fucked up. Like, I don't want to ever be like that. I will let them listen to both sides and then be able to figure out for themselves. That's but interesting. My story, my story would always be, it came to a point where I knew I couldn't do this anymore. And I felt like I'd be a better parent away from your mom. And that, and that's, that, that was my story. You know what that's I'm saying? A good, that's, that's a good generic answer. Yeah. That's yeah. very, yeah. 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 So this <laughs> is good. I, I, good. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll get in the weeds. I don't, you yeah. know what I mean? But, you know, they just, they be wondering. And I'd be like, I'd be telling her all the time, you need to get me married, yo. So they can get out my <laughs> I need you to move on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's great. Yeah, I didn't know. I always, I always wondered that. And I was like, yeah. I think about it now about, you know, like my parents and stuff like that. And there's right. stuff I know, but we never had those conversations. And I'm like, yeah, that's stuff, stuff I figured out later, man. Like, yeah, my mom, I used to be like, yo, I see why dad was out. Like, you wow. Like, I, I was like, you be wild. No. unstoppable. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's something about growing up, man. And then a lot of it start making sense to you. It start really <laughs> making sense. Like, okay, I can see how certain things you be, happen. You be saying stuff like, now I get it. Like, I get it now. Like, and I, like, my dad, like, I never was, like, real close to my dad. Like, I knew my dad. But I didn't realize why I am the way I am, how I act. Because my yeah. dad, like, I'm like, I got this from him, yo. Right. Like, that whole, right. Like, that whole bouncing, like, I ain't dealing with this. I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> my time left, I'll be like, I, I can't, I, I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I'm a way better parent than my dad was. That's for sure. Like, I'm in my kid's face yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? But, hey, man, but that's what happened. That's how we was raised that made us want to be like this. Oh, you know, yeah, it was the It was the things we didn't like that we were like, we're going to change. And the things we did like, like, okay, I can I can implement that. And right, that's, right. That's, that's, like, hopefully so that's it works out that like, way. You think about your uh, childhood, right? And you go, yo, when I was a kid, this is all I wanted to do, right? Yeah. So it's like, and that's what I do with my daughters. I'm like, yo, y'all, season passes at the music park. They're like, yeah. I'm like, let's, let's do it. 
And yeah. then we get to do the party. They're like, what time we got to leave? I'm like, we don't. They be like, what? <laughs> they like, I can't believe this. <laughs> I love you. What's good? You know what I mean? And, and she be like, how you stay up there all day? I'm like, because that's all I want to do without a little. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? My mom, my mom be like, yo, you got two hours. You yeah, know what I mean? right. <laughs> oh. Like, my kids get to go till they get tired, and they be like, yo, can we go tomorrow? I be like, yeah, let's go tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, yeah, oh, man. Okay, you know they never forget that. They never forget that, man. And that, and that's what it is. Like, my whole thing, and I always explain to them, too, like, yo, when you got kids, you know, you got to be, they, they childhood got to be the exact same or better. Like, you you cannot right. fault on that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, not saying my childhood was bad. Right. But my kids' childhood has been, like, they spoiled it. Yeah. That's great. Good for him, man. And man, you know, a lot of times it's the little things too, man. Like my parents was like separated early and I, I, I can remember like fifth grade, man. Like I would stay with my dad for the summer, me and my brother. And he did something that never happened before, man. We went to get a pizza and on the drive home, we ate it out the box. And man, that changed my life. I was like, man, I'm going to do that one day when I'm a parent, man. Like, you never could do that with your mom. You, had to, you got to the house. Everybody had to put their plates down. You had to sit in front. But he opened <clears throat> out the box in the car. I'm like, yo, oh, that's so man. funny, yo. That is hilarious. <laughs> Dude, so that, that's funny that you, you say something like that because that reminds me of um, uh, my mom. I was getting out of control. I was about 13 years old, right? My mom couldn't handle me. She was like, you getting on my nerves. My mom sent me down to Florida to her ex-husband's house. Like, not, her, not my wow. dad. She sent, <laughs> she sent me to stay with her ex-husband, like, down wow. in Florida. She like, you going down there for the summer? But he loved me like a son, right? So I get down there, and I go hanging out with his new wife's uh, nephew. So we go, we go, we in Jacksonville, we wilding out, like, the whole day. I don't get back to the house till about 10.30 at night, right? I know I'm in trouble. My mom right. already been wilding out about you just stay out, you do what you want to do or whatever. Right. I come walking up to the house, I go in the house, my stepdad was in there watching the news. He like, yo, your dinner in the microwave. I was like, that's, that's it? it? He like, yeah. I was <laughs> like, yo, yo, I was like, that's what I was like, Ah, uh, I was yo. ready to get thrashed, you right. know? And I, right. It'd be those like, little yo. things, man. That's everything. You're like, man, right. you know what? Life is going to be all right, you know? <laughs> I know, man. That's like, that's basically how I look. So now I, I do remember um, seeing that uh, you ended up uh, advancing and winning the uh, the NBC stand-up. Yes. Yeah. So the thing about that that was interesting to me, and I was, I was, I was happy. Um, that I saw a name that I recognized, number one, and the fact that you you took it home. Because I was in the semifinal around with that. Like we were Where'd you Charlotte. audition? You in audition? Charlotte. Yeah, okay. I was in Charlotte. And I, I didn't have to wait in the line thing. Like, the club picked me. My home club picked, like, certain comedians to be able to just get, a, uh, um, like, two minutes or whatever. Gotcha. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I went through the whole process. And when I tell you there were six comedians there that we watched that kill. Mm -hmm. And I was included in that. And for none of us to get selected, we were like, what are they looking for? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't get it, right? But then right. I had a conversation with somebody who, quote unquote, told me something that I wasn't supposed to know. Mm. So while they were doing a debate around who, who to advance and who not, I was on the list and off, then on and then off again. Mm. And I was like, why? And they said the debate was, you was talking too much about your kids. And I said, that was the debate? He goes, yeah. And he goes, so what? I said, who? It was, he was like, it was one side of the room was complaining that you were. Another side of the room was saying what well, nobody else was. And then they were like, but his was funny. And the other people were like, but we heard it. And they were like, not that. You know what I mean? And it was like that whole yeah. And I was like, wow, that's amazing that that's where, that's where it was. Hey, man, comedy is subjective like that. And I think, man, for you, if I was to throw anything your way, it's like you just got to forget that. Because right. you can right. never walk back into something like this and think, should I balance it out more? Should I, <laughs> you know, man, it, like the bottom right. line is, you know them jokes is funny before you did them. And that's it, man. Because yes. everybody's trying to, like, decide what your future is. And 
you the one there creating and putting in all the work. So right, right. But I was good. I was good to see. And then I saw that from that uh, NACA, which is good, which is yeah, dope. yeah. And right. like those college gigs. Now I do a lot of college gigs, but I do. I I was doing my college gigs from APCA, which was a different. Um, I I remember APCA, right? Yeah, and uh, dude, college is so different, bro. Like it's so different. Like they just be staring at you. You be like, yo, you be trying yeah. to break them out of their mold. You be like, yo, man, y'all need to relax a little bit. You know what I mean? I know. So, right. It's um, it's funny, man. It's like, and then when I gotta do colleges, sometimes I gotta I gotta dye the beard. I gotta make look myself look younger. All this other stuff. Yeah, like, man. It's interesting. Colleges are definitely interesting. And like you said, man, when you said the clubs are not going to be the same, I don't know if any of this is going to be the same. I just don't really know. But colleges was already evolving in an interesting direction, you know? Right, right. right. So did you you get more – did you get more weekends at clubs from that NBC thing? Or was it more – did you already have those gigs? No, I had the uh, weekends and clubs kind of mm-hmm. on and off. You know, I was getting fallouts and stuff like that, man, which I love. When somebody canceled, right. they hit me up. Yo, I was loving that slot, you know. Right. Um, what that did, though, man, was put me more in touch with the industry. And that was kind of my goal before going in, man, because I had done things here and there. But I was like, yo, I got to build some buzz back. And I, I right. do that. Sometimes I just disappear, man. And I like get in my book and I'm cool. But then I'm like, yo, man, you got to be out there again. So do the stuff you have to do to get out. And that's why I got in the competition. It just kind of put my name on the radar and stuff. And that's what it mostly did was open up auditions and meetings and television opportunities, which I'm right. like pursuing more of now because we don't have those opportunities to be in the clubs and colleges right now. Now, how many specials do you have? So I got two. I got two specials, man. The first one uh, uh, I financed and just uh, dropped on my own. And part of the reason I did that is because I was like, yo, I'm ready for a special. But nobody right. even offered me a 30. They ain't right. offered me nothing, man. And I'm like, yo, I got a special, you know? So right. I, like, forget it. And I recorded my own 60-minute joint. And the thing about that, like, I was trying to sell it to all the, you know, the Amazons, the Netflix, the Hulus and all that. And nobody bid on it. But what did happen is when this Amazon thing came around, because I got a second one that's on Amazon Prime streaming right now. I was like a list that I pitched to so many people. They saw my first special and knew like, oh, yeah, this guy, man, he got a funny special and this could work. So, man, that's like my testament to doing your own work and not waiting for anybody. Right. To, you know, hope they pick me because right. they may never. So right. it's like do your own stuff and push it and see things happen. And that's how I got that special that's on Amazon Prime right now. And right. that's where like and my purpose for that special is wow, man. I wrote it and I kind of do this anyway, but I wrote it with the intention that people will see the television show in it. So Right. Like, let's get personal in the characters. Let's tell you how it is in the house. And let's throw punchlines so you see the funny part. And man. So, so that's very similar to uh like Everybody Loves Raymond. Like that, yeah. like that literally catapulted hit into that show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's good, man, because I do see a sitcom and something like that. Like, like, and I haven't seen that before. Like that's right. gotta be hilarious, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's not out. I was right. Laughing. I was laughing when uh was it Keenan? Keenan and uh Chris Rock was writing this show about this divorced dude that had twin girls. I was like, yo, y'all ever need a writer? Right. That's my life. You know what I mean? Like hit me <laughs> right. up. You know what I mean? Like that's that's me. I live this every day. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like it was like a perfect, perfect example, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. It's like that, man. And it's so amazing, too, man. You could have so much juice out, and it's a whole million other people still don't know you. So the grind right. just never stops. Right. And, and I like that. Like, I like that you got to do stuff to put yourself on, man, because then you get stuff, and it's because you right. did it. And it's a really fulfilling feeling, man. And it's just how it's going to be. It's just always going to be like that. Yeah. So do you feel like um, you feel like and we talked about this a little bit earlier, like you said, it's all about the people. And sometimes your best joke is not their best joke or their favorite joke or whatever. Right. So I would ask you, what joke do you get the most reaction from and what joke? And you don't have to tell the joke. You just tell me the title. 
what joke do you enjoy doing the most at this moment right now? Oh, man. Well, look at this. Like, my, my favorite joke of all time actually kind of semi-went a little viral, man. It's pretty much my lady thought I was cheating, man, and it was about I uh, couldn't find my coat. So that's the, uh, if people are looking for the joke, that's what it's called, fine coat. Right, right. <laughs> and that's like my my favorite joint, man. Um, right. And right. then, man, every once in a while, man, I feel like every, like, five years, I'll write one classic. It's like, <laughs> it take that long, man, it'll be one classic. So first, right. man, it was this joke about, like, I couldn't afford it. I had a baby, you know, my kids and stuff, and I couldn't afford a car seat. And if you don't have a car seat, they won't let you take your baby home from the hospital. So we left the baby there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so be like, that was like one, man. And then it's one in my new special, man. Like, I got one that I feel like I wish I almost would have had more time to do it. And it's just, right. man, people got to watch it because I can't even get close to doing it. But it's about how the things I appreciate about an older woman in a relationship, what she brings to the table. And I like women right. who do crafts. Right. So that's the right. title, man, is crafts. <laughs> right, right. I saw that. So, so it's amazing because you say that is, uh, I did drive, I did drive bar. I did drive bar and I did an album. So some, some of, some of the drive bars on the album, some of the album is not on drive bar or whatever, but there are three jokes that's on the album that I actually redid or added to it after the album. And I was yeah. like, ah, I wish I had had that on the album. I wish right. I had it on the special. Because the, the extra lines or the extra information afterwards yeah. makes the joke better. So now I'm right. like, do I do the joke or do I just do it on request or do I just throw it in at the end of a show or something like that? You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of right. Like, what do you do with that information? You know what I mean? So, I know. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so we, we, we about two minutes left uh, of the hour or whatever, and I'm about to wrap this up. But I've been doing this lately on my podcast, and uh, last week was the first time, but I didn't get the audio for that. So you'll be the first one to actually Hell do yeah. Are you familiar with James Lipton and the interview process that he did on the Actor Guild studio? Um, semi. But, yeah, okay. I watched a bunch of those. Uh, yeah, I, so, I've watched yeah. a bunch. So he has a survey that he has at the end, and I'm going to ask you some of those questions, then I'm going to remix a couple of them, and we're going to go with that. So you just tell me what you got, all right? What's your favorite word? Wow. <laughs> wow, man. That's not, that's not something to think about often. Your man. kids will uh, probably be able to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm failing the interview process already because I don't know my not. favorite word. <laughs> you not. <laughs> yeah. I you know what? I just hope I stop saying man. I used man. to say man a right. lot. And but when my, and I'm gonna give you an example. I told my kids to imitate me one time. They said yo about 50 million times, man. And I said, <laughs> if I say yo that much, they was like, yes. <laughs> so so right, that might right. be my favorite one and yours might be man. You know it what might mean? be. So, That's probably yeah. what it is. I'm going to go with yeah. that. Right. But get your kids to, uh, to imitate you one day. Hey, man, let me tell you. We did that last night, man. So this is what we did. It was one of their birthdays. <laughs> right. And, man, we was all standing around. So what we do before we eat the thing is like, all right, let's all do an impression of each other. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and we do that because we want to like get most of us to, you know, the younger ones to come out of their shell. So, right. man, and then they like do it and get a little laugh. And then it's like, yeah, man, we family, like have fun, man. We clown each other, but it's in love, you know? And so, right, right. yeah, man, we did that. And man, it was the best. I recommend people do that. Really. Yeah, it's they a should, good they family fun thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, next question is, um, what's your least favorite word? Selfish. Selfish. That's my gotcha. least favorite word, man. Absolutely. All right. All right. So I got a, 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 a phrase that I use, an acronym called TTBS. TTBS right. stands for I've seen it on bullshit. a ton of shirts. Yeah. Right. That's that bullshit. That's what it stands for. That's that bullshit, right? So you tell me, <laughs> you tell me what's TTBS for you. Got it. Yeah. What's TTBS to you? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I'm telling you what's TTBS for me. Right. Hey, man, this is what I hate. This is what that TTBS is in my house, is when my lady is fussing at me 
over the same stuff she does. Like it gets me. Like she don't want me to put my mug in the sink and just leave it in the sink. So yesterday she gonna yell at me from the thing to come out of the room to get my mug out the sink. I'm like, I didn't even put it there. She was like, oh, I did that. <laughs> Like, yo, that just wasn't even funny at all, man. TTBS. That's it right there, yo. Yeah. I got I got a cousin that uh his his wife always complained about him dropping clothes around the floor and pick his clothes up. So he started dropping his clothes next to hers. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she be like, yo, pick yeah. this up. Like you mean your stuff too? You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, that's that burns. That's yeah, that burns. yeah. All right. So um we already said what TTBS is. Tell me what the shit is to you. Like, not what's that bullshit. What is the shit? Like, that's the shit. Man, you know, man, I like when, like, man, I like the freaking, the love and the, like, companionship stuff. Like, I like when the family is just real tight, man, and we just, like, molding into one strong unit, and I feel like we raising like intelligent humans into this universe and they're seeing like, you know, us. And I just like the strong family unit, man. And that yeah, really man. is like really the shit to me. And it makes me like feel like I'm doing things right and just being a good example. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Um, what noise do you love? Man, you know, when you throw something away on your computer and it goes, <laughs> 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 I like that. <laughs> All, right. All right. What sound do you hate? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Sound do I hate, man. Sound do I hate? Oh, man. I hate when there's a, it's like somebody. I think my neighbor will hit their broom against the door when we make it too much noise or something like that, oh, man. Because oh, they no. can hear us and you just hear them banging from all the way over there and just like, yo, that's man. Just that's that's passive-aggressive, man. Like, yeah. yo, like, like, come knock on my door, yo, for real. Yeah, like, it's, for real, real. it's real disrespectful, man. <laughs> we know why they're doing it. We don't talk when we outside or nothing, so I know it's some animosity and tension. Yeah, that's the worst, man. Um, what's your favorite curse word? Favorite curse word, man. Hey, man, I love shit. Yeah. I'd like, I probably slipped that one in more than anywhere, man. I just like, I do, man. That's the classics, yeah. Yeah, that's it is. It's a real classic, <laughs> yeah. man. It made my special at least like eight times, you know? And, <laughs> right, right. And a lot of people don't know, man, and I like it. Sometimes I come off like a very clean comedian, which I would like to be seen yeah. as, but, you know, shits are in there. But as long as it don't, you know, get lost, you know, the content doesn't get lost. It's okay. Right. And believe, a bunch believe it or not, man, some people will look at me as a clean comedy. Like, you ain't cursed one time. I'm like, I cursed plenty of times. You just didn't hear it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like yeah. You're not, you're just, you know, you're looking at the persona and it's like, I'm not coming off abrasive, so you don't even hear the curse word. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, that's what it is. I mean, that's a, that's a good way to be, man. That is. Um, and then last question is, uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, man. Well, man, like the uh, hoop dreams is over. So that like that was that that that, <laughs> that ended. Uh, <laughs> but man, damn, that's a ton of stuff, man. Like I've never been a waiter. Like, hell, man, I, I never did that, man. I would like to be that dude because I would want to see how many tips I could be being that dude to come to the table with all the dumb stuff. Like, hey, you guys want some more juice? You know what I mean? Like, I would do that, like, all day. Yeah. Try to, try to add up some tips, you know. So. Dude, that, that's like a, dude, believe it or not, man, that could be like a, um, that could be a skit, bro. And it could be like a, a situation you get a film crew. <laughs> Be like, yo, with Mikey Winfield here, we go, I'm going to be a waiter for a day, man. I'm going to see how many tips I can get. Like, I would love to do that. Like, <laughs> like that I really. Dude, you know, that, would be, that would be dope. <laughs> and just film the whole thing and be like, yo, I made $12. <laughs> 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 I'm going back to comedy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, because I know me the whole day would be like, oh, wait, y'all didn't order that? That's what the whole day would be. It'd be me messing up everything. <laughs> no doubt, man. Hey, man, dude, it's been a pleasure, man. Hey, Yo, absolutely. You.
accepting this uh, invitation, man. And believe it or not, man, I will attempt to bring you back. Uh, believe it or not, I got another idea that I call from the green room that I bring on three or three comedians. There's four of us, and we just chop it up. So, yo, man. Yeah, man. That, uh, hit, definitely hit me up, man. And, yo, no thanks doubt. for having me. And make sure, you know, man, everybody listening, man, y'all keep supporting the platform and, you know, find my social media. Like I said earlier, it's BigAssTeeth.com. Those mm. Zoom shows, I'm throwing live comedy shows right now. Instagram, it's two E's in the middle. So it's Mike E. Winfield. And, uh, man, I appreciate it, man. You, uh, it's all good. Yeah. No doubt, man. Hey, man, appreciate it, man. Much success to you. Same. I will see you on the road soon. Trust yeah. me. We're going to connect. We're going to connect. We're going to see each other, man. And uh, I'll see you at the top, man. Word, man. Keep pushing. All right. Peace. All right. Oh, <laughs>